intending taqwa for Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi nadheen as-safa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattakoon. فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به فليس لله حاجة أن يدع طعامه وشرابه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وصفت العلماء الكرام فذلنا الدرس whenever there's some very major occasion in anybody's life then a person always is anticipating it waiting with great excitement and also greatly preparing for it whatever there is a, is the extent of preparation but everybody has some kind of preparation for any major event any great occasion any important time that is coming up in his life he doesn't just wait for it to happen that well it's going to happen person is going to get married he's preparing long in advance person is graduating from something whatever it might be but he's got a lot of there's a lot of time and effort that is put into preparation for that moment person is going into some business venture there's a lot of preparation that goes into it beforehand anything and everything and according to how important that occasion is to him then accordingly is his preparation for that occasion for a mu'min for a servant of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala for a person who has iman in his heart for a person who is an ummati of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam for a person who believes that dunya is a very temporary place all these occasions of dunya are all going to pass the real place is akhirat for a person who has iman in life after death and that the real life is after death and the real preparation is to be for the life after death then for him those occasions that are going to connect him to allah tabaraka wa taala those occasions that are going to make his akhirat that will be of greatest importance to him that is what he will prepare for far greater than anything else and allah taala wants us to prepare for this so allah taala blesses us with such great occasions like this mubarak month of ramadan that is now at our doorstep and rasulullah sallallahu wasallam has taught us this preparation long in advance right from the time rajab commences now the question is that this great month is on our doorstep and the purpose of this month allah taala himself has declared in the quran sharif we are preparing many of us alhamdulillah are mentally preparing ourselves that i'm going to be fasting alhamdulillah many a person has already started making adjustments to make sure that the fast goes well for example one person mentioned mashallah that he is addicted to drinking coffee so many cups of coffee coffee a day so one month before ramadan he starts cutting it down 
so that during the month of Ramadan he doesn't have an issue of craving for coffee. That's mashallah one way of mentally and physically preparing oneself. The good thing about it is there's a focus towards the Mubarak month of Ramadan. So the person is preparing himself. And likewise in many other ways people, alhamdulillah, are preparing themselves for what? For the very great ibadat of fasting. Very, very great ibadat. Such a great ibadat which Allah Ta'ala in the hadith Rasulullah Sallallahu says that Allah Ta'ala says, hadith Qudsi, As-sawmu li wa ana ujzabi. That fasting, Allah Ta'ala says, is for me. And there are many, many amal which Allah Ta'ala has promised the reward of it. I will grant this reward for this amal and I will grant this reward for this action and so many virtues for that great good action etc. But when it comes to fasting, subhanallah, what can we imagine about this? What Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in this hadith of Qudsi that as-sawmu li, fasting is for me, wa ana ujzabi, and I myself am the reward of it. Allah Ta'ala is the reward of it, meaning that this connection with Allah Ta'ala, this true muhabbat and this love of Allah Ta'ala settles in the heart of a mu'min and he becomes the beloved of Allah Ta'ala, what more can ever be desired? So this is how great this amal is and how great this fast is. So this is what mashallah we are preparing for. Now this is how great the fast is, but what is the fast for? Ramadan is for fasting. And this is how great the fast is. But what is the fast for? So mashallah we have already started preparing ourselves for Ramadan. We have already started preparing ourselves for fasting. And in terms of preparing ourselves for Ramadan, we have already prepared ourselves maybe mentally. And if not, then we should have done it already or do it now. That how we are going to program ourselves, how we are going to use the time correctly, how much tilawat of the Quran Sharif is going to be made, how much of time is going to be dedicated to tasbihah, zikr, dua, which nawafil we are going to put in place, make sure it never gets missed, and to keep the time occupied in a constructive manner, what are the things we are going to refrain from, despite being permissible? Haram, there's no question about it. Even certain permissible activities which can be cut down, what are we going to cut down? So that we can maximize the Mubarak time of Ramadan in Ibadat. So mashallah, many have this kind of preparation in place. They've already planned in their hearts and minds, they're going to make so much of tilawat daily, they're going to do these amal, they're going to make extra, tarawah, extra nawafil, they're going to wake up for tahajjud, Allah Ta'ala increase the topic of all this. But what is fasting all about? So fasting Allah Ta'ala, Nabi Wasallam, rather in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala himself declares that this fasting is for something else. Fasting also has an objective. And the objective of fasting, Allah Ta'ala declares in the Quran Sharif, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that after this whole exercise of fasting, this whole ibadat of fasting, this whole great amal of fasting, the outcome of it should be taqwa. That a person now gains his wealth of taqwa. MashaAllah, Many have made very great intentions already in terms of how they're going to spend the month of Ramadan. Some may not have made those intentions yet, we should be making it already. But how many of us have made the intention that this month of Ramadan, inshallah, with the help of Allah Ta'ala, 
I'm going to conduct myself in such a way and focus myself in such a way that I must achieve taqwa. Has that intention been made? If a person has intended something, inshallah, he'll work towards it. But he hasn't even intended it, how is he going to work towards it? So, mashallah, he's intended to make so many paras of tilawat, inshallah, he'll work towards it, he'll try. He might do more than that also. He planned to make 10 paras tilawat daily, he might make 12, 15. He planned to make so much of zikr daily, he might make more than that, because he's planned for it. He's made an intention of it. He's genuine and sincere in his intention. Have we planned, have we intended to acquire taqwa? So this wealth of taqwa is what Allah Ta'ala has given us this Mubarak month of Ramadan, given us the ibadat of fasting, so that out of this ibadat of fasting we will acquire taqwa. And taqwa is not confined to Ramadan. Taqwa is then throughout our life. The next 11 months this must carry us to such an extent that we are brimming with taqwa and then the next Ramadan comes if we are still living then that boosts us up again. Now in this little time that we have, just to understand a little bit of what this taqwa is all about and what we are supposed to do to start achieving it. There are various ways in this, what this is described as, you can call it taqwa, call it connection with Allah Taala. And one of the descriptions of this is simply the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. This is also the same thing. The crux of it is one and the same. The person who is a muttaqi, he's a friend of Allah Ta'ala. In awliya'uhu illa al-muttaqoon. Allah Ta'ala says his friends are none but the muttaqeen, those who have acquired taqwa. And these are the people who have become the friends of Allah Ta'ala. Allah loves them. And they love Allah Ta'ala. This is a muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. So now the person who has acquired the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala in his reality has acquired taqwa. And this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, they are means of acquiring it. Like everything else has its means. If a person commits himself to the means of acquiring it, then inshallah everybody can acquire it. All of us can acquire it. Like others have done it, we can acquire it too. So now very briefly, what are the means and now the purpose of discussing this is not something to start off in Ramadan. Because we need this now, we don't even have any guarantee we are going to live till Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala keep us till that moment, Allah Ta'ala keep us to the Mubarak month, enable us to benefit from that great time and imbibe the blessings of this Mubarak time, but we have no guarantee. So we have to start off this not tomorrow, today, and not later, now. Some of these things may not be practically possible right now, but the decision in our heart is if we can make it right now. And I want to acquire this Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala. So in any case, very briefly, there are many, many things that have been mentioned by the ulama Ikram that are the means of acquiring this Muhammad. Now if we start off now, then we can build it up a little bit more in the few days we have, and we can take it to the peak in the month of Ramadan. And inshallah we'll leave the Mubarak month of Ramadan fully brimming with the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala. And when that has been achieved, then everything has been achieved because that's the driver within a person. That's what brings him to the masjid whether it's winter or summer. That's what makes him perform his salah correctly and calmly. That's what makes him stay in the masjid for a little longer. 
So engage in a little bit more ibadah. That's what makes people wake up in the dead of night to make the ibadah of Allah Ta'ala. That is what makes people keep their gaze low out on the street or anywhere else and refrain from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, from looking at haram on their phones and on other devices and casting haram glances all over the place. That is what keeps the person's tongue in check from uttering vulgarities, from lying, from making ribad. Because all these things he's very conscious and many other things, whatever else Allah has forbidden, he's very conscious that I must not do anything, I must not say anything, I must not look at anything that's going to interrupt this muhabbat with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. if this is not there, then it doesn't matter to a person. He sees a stranger and in front of that stranger now he wants to do something wrong. It doesn't bother him. I don't know who this person is. What does it matter to me who this person is? But suddenly he sees his father there, he sees his brother, he sees some very close friend, he now is little but reserved and he's holding himself back because how he's going to just now embarrass himself in front of people who he loves, who respect him, he respects them. Now how can he do something that's going to embarrass himself in front of them? So he has some level of shame that comes out of this muhabbat that he has with them, this feeling of some respect and honor and muhabbat. When the love of Allah is in his place, when that is in the heart, then now he's all the time conscious of this. I mustn't do anything that will harm this relationship. And this is what taqwa is all about. Allah Qurtubi rahimahullah says, taqwa is about building up a relationship with Allah Ta'ala. And when there's a relationship, then there's something else. There's somebody out there who's in need, then he gives that person something also as a gift, or as just some handout. And while passing, he passes it out and he carries on. And then when there's a relationship with somebody, the person has everything that he can offer. But he's still giving some gift with great amount of care and wrapping it up in so many different ways and presenting it and he says it's not the price or the value of it, it's the feeling behind it. And what he's giving probably the person can buy better. But he wants to express his feelings of muhabba. Now there's a relationship, so he's giving it in a very special way. And somebody wants a handout with something else. That relationship changes everything. This is the month of Ramadan all about, to build this relationship with Allah Ta'ala. That that Salah is no more just a mechanical fulfillment of something. That Salah becomes something that further connects him to Allah Ta'ala. The Tilawat of the Quran Sharif is now what his passion is. And likewise all the other Amal. So any case coming back to what the point was, that what's going to develop this Mahabba? Already the things we have discussed, much of it is part of these, these Asbab and these means. But what the Fuqaha has said, the ulama has stated among the means, number one, top of the list they have mentioned is the recitation of Quran Sharif. Recitation of Quran Sharif is a means of developing the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. What he stated as well, is if a person wants to gauge how much of love of Allah he has in his heart, then one of the very effective ways of judging this, and a very good gauge of this, is what is his love for the Qur'an Sharif. The love for the Qur'an Sharif, how much of love he has for this, that will give him an indication of how much of love of Allah is in his heart. Now he's looking for a shortcut tarawih because he can't stand too long. He wants the fastest tarawih despite the fact that that place unfortunately, the very tajweed of the Qur'an Sharif is compromised. The salah is being performed with such haste 
that the very salah is Allah forbid sometimes nullified. But now he wants to be there because that will be the quick shortcuts. So that Quran Sharif to stand and listen to the kalam of Allah Ta'ala being recited, that is becoming too much of an effort for him. That's something to now check within ourselves. To take some time to listen, to recite the Quran Sharif, open the kalam of Allah Ta'ala, that becomes a very major task. But to sit down and read all kinds of futile things on his phone for hours, that's no problem. And that requires some self-check. What is the level of the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala in my heart? So now to start programming ourselves from now and to increase it in the month of Ramadan, not only for sawab, not only for reward, the reward is tremendous. And inshallah Allah will bless us with that reward. But together with that reward, to acquire the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. This is a taqwa all about, to consciously make that niyad. To make that intention before every tilawat. That this tilawat must become a means of me acquiring the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. Not just to get past something, but to allow this to seep into my heart. And Allah Ta'ala bless somebody with the tawfiq of understanding the Qur'an Sharif, then to recite the Qur'an Sharif with tadabbur, with reflection, with pondering over the meaning of the Qur'an Sharif. This enhances this means of acquiring the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala many, many fold. Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody with that ability, he has learned, studied the Qur'an Sharif, to then apply his heart and mind in pondering over the meaning of the Qur'an Sharif. Number two is the aspect of nawafil. In the hadith of Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala says, that my servant after the faraid, that's the foundation. There can be no compromise on that. Thereafter, he continuously gets closer to me by means of nawafil. To such an extent that he increases this and increases it. And he does more of the nawafil to the point that then I love him. Subhanallah. Allah Ta'ala declares his love for such a person. Now the nawafil, after the faraiz in between, there's the sunnat, sunnat e waqqada, sunnat e ghair waqqada. Obviously there's no, doesn't require any mention that that a person will now be very conscious about. Because if he's going to be conscious about the nawafil, this is even before the nawafil. So he's going to be very careful, very conscious, and especially in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, all the sunnat e waqqada, ghair waqqada, he's going to take every care, come into the masjid a little earlier, be they in good time to perform all the sunnahs also and to still have some time to be engaged in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. So the nawafil, among the nawafil, the most important nafil is tahajjud salah. Many a times this becomes a big challenge for most of us that now to wake up in the last part of the night, in the month of Ramadan, it is among the easiest of things. But mashallah, everybody wakes up for sehri and that is the time of tahajjud. It just requires a little bit of adjustment little bit earlier, 15-20 minutes earlier than the time we plan to wake up and perform two rakats, four rakats, more Allah gives us coffee. And this is the most special time of dua. And apart from that, the other nawafil as well. So the nawafil. So the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, in abundance, the nawafil. And this is a very great means of gaining this taqarrub Allah getting closer to Allah Taala, acquiring this Muhammad of Allah Taala, and this is what Ramadan is all about this is what fasting is all about mashallah all the ibadat and all the multiplied rewards this is Allah Taala's grace Allah Taala's special mercy but the objective is this taqwa which you can call this Muhammad of Allah Taala 
And that is going to come by adopting these means. So now we have to excessively recite Quran Sharif, increase the nawafil. Then together with this is the zikr. A person keeping himself constantly in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And this dawam zikr is bil lisan, bil qalb, bil amal, bil hal. And a person is constantly in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala by his recitation verbally. So, and especially in the month of Ramadan, we have been emphasized upon, it has been very greatly encouraged and emphasized, excessive recitation of La ilaha illallah, excessive recitation of istighfar, and then together with that asking Allah Ta'ala for Jannat and seeking refuge from Jahannam. So now to constantly try as much as we can, and together with this Duru Sharif and other various Tasbihat and Azkar, but the thing is keeping the tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And there are many, many moments in, th- in the day, many minutes and hours in the day, when we are not occupied with anything else which requires our engaging in something by discussing something with somebody. We are at that time doing something where simultaneously we could be engaging in the zikr of Allah. Allah. But the time just gets passed without anything constructive. It just requires making ourselves alert, making ourselves conscious and starting from now. If we start from now, there's a good chance we'll continue in Ramadan. We wait to start in Ramadan, we may perhaps make it before Ramadan ends. Otherwise we'll remember after Ramadan. So Dawamu Zikr verbally, then with our hearts. That the heart is also not engaged in all kinds of evil thoughts and all kinds of fantasizing and Allah forbid what not and destroying the nur of the heart and destroying the capacity of the heart to absorb the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala because the heart is being soiled it's like throwing dirt and filth and mess into some container in which you want to then put food into it now the pure and good nourishing food is not going to be put into that container Allah Ta'ala's muhabbat we want to acquire in our hearts and now we are soiling it and putting all kinds of the most nauseating filth and mess into it with the kind of deliberate thinking that we engage ourselves in how the muhabbat of Allah is going to come in such a heart and this is the object of Ramadan now the person is looking at haram what's going to happen to his heart he's going to be immersed in filthy thoughts then he'll be in the masjid in the same condition so now to cut out all this and engage the heart in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala Pondering over the na'mas of Allah Ta'ala and making shukar from the heart. Pondering over the greatness of Allah Ta'ala by means of reflecting upon His Qudrat. And all the various other things that we can engage our hearts in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. The remembrance of Allah Ta'ala bil amal. The remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in action. That doing the right thing. Staying away from what is, whatever Allah is forbidden. And every condition must become a means of remembering Allah Ta'ala. The condition of how we sleep, the condition of how we eat, the condition of how we speak and how we dress. And every condition and every hal must remind us in some way of Allah Ta'ala. It brings us to the sunnah of Rasulullah and that becomes a means of remembering Allah Ta'ala. All this enhances the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. Then together with this, an extremely important aspect is totally humbling oneself in front of Allah I am nobody, I am nothing nothing is my achievement, nothing is my doing everything is purely from Allah Taala. all the ni'mats which we possess externally, internally 
to submit it to Allah alone and to keep reminding ourselves nothing is ours nothing belongs to us everything is purely the gift of Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala has the full power to take it when he wants also and to totally humble ourselves in front of Allah Ta'ala when we will learn to humble ourselves in front of our elders our seniors, our parents then inshallah we will learn how to humble ourselves even more in front of Allah Ta'ala every kind of food, food has many qualities, certain foods are more nourishing certain foods give lot much more energy some foods are more beneficial for some certain factors there's certain pies, people say that this pie has a lot of nourishment in it but there's nothing in terms of spiritual nourishment like eating humble pie and a person truly eats humble pie sincerely eating humble pie, not eating humble pie for the sake of dunya there's really nothing much that can compare to the spiritual nourishment that comes out of eating humble pie we have to learn how to eat humble pie and this tawazu and this humility this true and solely for Allah Ta'ala's pleasure solely to gain the closeness of Allah Ta'ala because Allah Ta'ala loves those who are humble and Allah Ta'ala has highlighted this humility that when Allah Ta'ala took Rasulullah to Mi'raj despite the fact that Nabi Sallallahu was everything in every attribute Allah addressed him with the best in everything but Allah Ta'ala mentioned Subhanalladhi Asra bi abdi that Allah Ta'ala has taken glory be to Allah who took his abd his slave because Rasulullah Sallallahu was the greatest slave of Allah Ta'ala had the greatest amount of humility in front of Allah Ta'ala and this took him to the highest point so humbling ourselves in front of Allah Ta'ala in reality and then giving preference to the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala over that which we desire we desire to look at something but Allah Ta'ala does not love that and if we are going to look at that it is going to disrupt this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala so we trample this desire and we give preference to the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala over that we are desiring to go to some place but that place is not conducive to our iman, to this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala because that place is all a place of fitna all kinds of intermingling happening there it might be in the name of Islam sometimes in the name of Ramadan also but that environment is not conducive to Ramadan that environment is not going to en- enhance the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala rather when the person is going to come out of there if he really looks down in his heart then it's going to kill the spirit of Ramadan to some extent so now is this the place to be in? The titles don't change the reality. If the reality is that it's not going to be a place conducive to Ramadan, conducive to this Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala. So now a person doesn't give preference to that. He gives preference to the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala. He listens to that which Allah is pleased with. If Allah is displeased with something that he wants to say, he wants to utter something, he wants to speak something, but Allah is not pleased with that. So he gives preference to the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala and he holds himself back. And in this there is a tremendous struggle at times. That temptation is dragging his heart. But his heart is also yearning for the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. So he gives preference to Allah Ta'ala's muhabbat over all these desires of his. This is among the very great aspects that enhance this love of Allah in his heart. And as he continues doing this, continues trampling his haram desires, and continues giving preference to the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, repeatedly over and over again day in and day out and week in and week out and month in and month out in time as described in one lengthy hadith of Rasulullah the time has already passed this heart eventually becomes fitna proof 
That's the effect of the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala that has seeped into every pore of the heart. That it becomes fitna proof. So in any case, these are and refraining from every sin, this is all included in the aspects that we discussed. These are some of the aspects, there are many other things. Nevertheless, whatever was discussed, if we start off with this immediately, we start putting these things into practice and we build it up as we go in the last few days left before Ramadan and then bring it to its peak in the Mubarak month of, month of Ramadan. Inshallah, we'll finish off this Mubarak month in a way that with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala, we would have gained this great wealth of taqwa, gained this wealth of muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, which will inshallah carry us through throughout the year in a way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with us. We have no idea when our time comes.